a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver, as always, joined by the big fella, Lockie. How are you, mate? Not too bad. There's no no Sharpie today, which is a bit disappointing because I wanted to touch on the Knicks. We'll touch on him still, but um, he's we a bit still sick. Will. He's a bit sick, but we don't get to hear his, um, yeah, sick. Sick. <laughs> we don't get to hear his ranting anymore, which is um, good but bad in a way. Mm, in um, a way. Yeah, in a way. Now, I I wanted to touch on – I was going to touch on the soccer with um, Sharpie, but he wanted to talk about the managers, but I'm sure we'll do that in a week's time. Um, but More Liverpool, likely. There's been a bit but, happening. But Liverpool suck. We, we suck. We watch the I game. I still don't understand why you're, wearing, why you're wearing the top, honestly. A loyal supporter. Um, if I put it Bro. that low, then you can't really tell. But, um, no, it was just, just – it was – that game, like they gave us so much false hope. It was hope. so bad. We started off so well. So been, bad. Could have been 2 0 up. Could have been 2 0 mm-hmm. up. But instead, we lose 4 1 to a team without Haaland. It's like, yep. fuck. Haaland was playing. Yep. They probably would have had two more at least. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to soccer probably next week when we have everyone on, um, hopefully. Um, another thing we have to touch on is the NCAA because it happened. Over the last week, um, mm. uh, I haven't really followed it enough. But you obviously hear about it, hear about enough of what's happened. But yeah, so UConn won, and I going into yeah. the game, I I said to my mate at work, I'm like, UConn are going to win this. They're going to win by a bit as well because they, I think they had a, I read up before the game, they they haven't had a game within 13 points in the yeah. in the tournament so far, and it's like fun mm. of all tournaments to be close, you would expect it to be that one. But um yeah, they obviously smashed the Aztecs. It wasn't very interesting. Um mm. the women's one though, it was also it wasn't a blowout, but it wasn't close. But there's a lot of shit to come out of it between um how do I say that? Angel Rees or however I say her name and yeah. Caitlin Clark. It's yep. I think I think them two are just fine. Like Caitlin yeah, Clark and they've come out and said that after the game. Yeah. Caitlin Clark did it against another team. Angel Rees did it. Yes, she did stalk her a bit, like for 10, 15 seconds, which was... Probably did take a little bit overboard. Yeah, which was unnecessary. She was fine with what mm. she did at the free throw line, but she did take it a little bit overboard, but everyone's overreacting. And now... And I saw someone summed up the tweet perfectly. It's like... um if you want to look at them, they both did it bad. If you want to look at it the other way, they both being competitive and who cares? So it's, it's what mm. you want to see. But Yeah, exactly. But, There's still that, a line that you yeah. draw. And it was a quote. He was quote retweeting um, Stephen A, who was going off about how Caitlin Clark did it. She did it she's being hailed as a queen. And then when Angel Re- when a sister does it, it's all wrong and unsportsmanlike. And I'm mm. like, and he's like, only American TV would bring race into this argument. And I'm like, uh-huh. that seems perfectly yeah. right. Like, yeah. There's no issue between the two of them. And they're just making it... Um, making An it, issue. 
yeah, they're making it an issue when it doesn't have to be. And correct, like and it's not. Yeah, and with even to continue on from that, um, Jill Biden is saying that the losing team should be welcome to the White House as well. I think that's a bit of a joke. Like, nah. I think I think it has to like it's a privilege to go there. Correct. So I think that if the winners should only go there, but mm-hmm. um, I think Angel Rees came out and said. She said that, which was fine. And then I think she was backtracking or something by saying, I'm not going to go, I'm going to go to the Biden. Ah, sorry, I'm going to go to the Obamas rather than. Um, oh, and, so it just kicked off again. I'm like, fuck it out. Like, yeah. let them be happy. Let them go to the White House. If they don't want to go, don't, you don't have to go. I'm sure you don't yeah, have exactly. to go if you don't want to. But mm-hmm. um I think it's just been blown way out of proportion, especially like yeah, as they, always. It got viewed like it had, like it was the highest viewed game in a long time. I think of all time for women's basketball, and yeah, like that just shows. Like I watched bits of it, but like I was, I wanted to see how Caitlin Clark went in the final. Mm. I won't lie, um, yeah, but it was just good. It was good to watch, and mm. now all this drama just ruin not doesn't ruin it but it tarnishes it a little bit yeah it does yeah oh yeah. <laughs> anyway enough of the ncaa because it's all done with maybe next year i'll look more into it and actually watch more of it if i can but yeah like you said i haven't i don't know i feel like you need to back one team at the start and then you be more invested in it but or vested in it but yeah, that's not. No, that's definitely invested. Vested, invested. They're, they're both real words. It's just whether. I think it's a more you use it more as a vested interest. I think vested I think is, is probably more the word. Yeah, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I think vested is when you're not actually like spending money to go watch it, whereas. Yeah. I I could be completely fucking wrong, mm. and I'm probably am, but. <laughs> uh, um, We'll go on to the NBA now. Basketball to basketball. Um, Mavs are rumoured to be shutting down Kyrie and Doncic for the last few games. Now, they're one really? game They're one game out of the play-in, and obviously OKC is the team ahead of them. And OKC lost today. <laughs> and the Mavs, they've got a few difficult games. But mm. I guess, where do you stand on this? Because if they fall out of the play-in, they get a better chance, obviously, the number one pick, but that's probably going to be unlikely. But they basically get a guaranteed top 10 pick. Luca won't want to sit out. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing. Luca and Kyrie won't want to sit out. It just depends what the organization wants to do because... God, I nearly kiss Kyrie goodbye. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in That'll a frustrate him quite a bit. But, like, you got... They get a top ten pick if they don't make it, but if they make it, then it's obviously less likely. And but but like, um, <laughs> what a cow. The roaming Frizzy is back. He didn't even make a visual appearance, thank God. Um, but what I was don't yeah. say that too loud. Yeah, exactly. I bet not. He will pop in. But um. Like, I get they want to get a top 10 pick, and even if they make the playoffs, they're probably not going to go far. But mm. I still think they could be a dangerous team if they made it. It's just... Mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, because like you said, Kyrie and Luca, being superstars that they are, shouldn't want to be rested. Yeah. 
Correct. Yeah. Um, so where do you stand on that? What do you think will happen? I reckon they will sit because it's the audience of business. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, if Dallas want to keep Kyrie, I think it'd be in their best interest not to sit him. Well, I think it's already come out that he's going to test free agency, which, mm. and now, like I said it since the start, I think it's a worry that you've traded all those pieces to get Kyrie and yeah. he's probably going to leave him free agency. Like he, mm. he made it clear he wanted to go to Lakers and now he can just go there if they obviously have to free up space and stuff. But mm. like, it's just ridiculous that, and I think it doesn't reflect poor, poorly on Kyrie. But it does. It doesn't. Doesn't look good for him either. Like they were the they were the fourth seed when he got there. Now they're the eleventh seed, missing out on the play in. Um, mm. Obviously, they've had injuries and stuff as well. But and he, mm. if he just wants to jump ship again, I know that he's only been there for like four months, three months. But mm. I will be interesting to see what happens. Do you think Kyrie will stay? I know it's hard to call now, but. I don't think he will, personally. Yeah. Um, especially like like I said, if he gets if he gets sacked, if he gets shut down, he'll um he probably won't have as much of an issue because he's going to sit games anyway. Um, but I don't think it'll go well because that essentially says that they don't want to win. Yeah. Like essentially, if you're in a position to get into the plane, why would you not try everything to yeah. get into it? Yeah. To me, like, it just seems like, oh, no, we're not going to make it. We're, we don't want to win, da, da, da. Like, it, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, to be honest. And I really, I I think he'll see it like that as well. And I think he'll want to want to stay there. So, but now, do you, the way that the Lakers have been playing, do you, the Lakers go after him? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because they've been playing pretty, pretty solid since, um, the since the trade deadline. Well, um, I guess that's the thing. Like, I honestly thought Kyrie going to Dallas would have been not so playing wise. I didn't think it was going to be a great fit anyway from the start with mm. Kyrie and Luca. But I thought if any GM is probably going to be handle this situation well with Kyrie, I thought it would be Mark Cuban. Now I haven't heard mm. anything out about it, whether they get along or not, but they seem like they get along relatively well. Yeah, but. Mark Cuban's a guy you nearly yeah. can't not get along with, to be honest, by the look of it. Yeah, but th- but then again, it's a business, so... Correct. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's it depends. If the players get a say, they'll play. But yeah. if it, it's the business's decision... But this is the thing, though. Mark Cuban's always been about winning. I don't understand yeah. why they would do that. Like, I don't know. It just goes against everything that I've known him to, to be yeah. like because he's always wanted to win. But... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, it is a business and it'll be very interesting to see what happens at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, while you touched on the Lakers, we'll quickly touch on... They have a game tomorrow against the Clippers. Clippers are currently mm, the sixth massive. seed. Lakers are currently the seventh seed. The Clippers have yeah. won 10 straight against the Lakers, but mm. obviously no Paul George. Westbrook returning... Oh, well, not returning because he still plays in LA, but playing Plenty against the Lakers... Side. This is going to be a, it's a huge game just in the grand scheme of things, but obviously with mm. Westbrook returning against them as well. Who are you who are you taking in this and and why? Well, it's funny. I heard Ty Lue say today that this is probably the most important. Yeah, they've won ten in a row, but mm. haven't really played any like super meaningful games. 
Yeah. So this is the first one that's like got a bit of meaning to it. And yeah, the Lakers, I feel I feel like the Lakers have probably been the most informed team out of the two, in my opinion. So oh, I think they will. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers win because obviously winning the last 10 does play a, a significant part in the mental side of things with with teams. Like, you know, going in, like it was like us with um, United going back, going way back when they had that run on it. It's like you go into the game and you just, you just sort of have that in the back of your head all the time. Mm. So it, it plays a big part. So it's going to be a, a big demon for them to get over to be able to um, to overcome that. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping the Clippers win it. Like, I just want to see Westbrook. Hopefully, I reckon he'll go for 20 tomorrow. They've yeah, but you them. hate fucking Lakers. Well, with everybody yeah, exactly. else. Everybody hates them. Exactly right. I hate Bullshit. the Lakers. I'm not a big fan of the Clippers either, to be honest. But mm. they gave us SGA and a lot of draft picks. The Paul George. That's true. So, um, I guess that is true. A relative soft spot for him. Who do you um, reckon has won that trade? Oh, okay. See, uh, yeah, the Clippers not winning a championship is that that's yeah. it for them. It's either championship or bust because yeah, like they had and, and that, to build on. it's a bit stiff because Paul George was playing really well, but then Kawhi got injured and they still yeah. made the Western Conference. And final. Kawhi got healthy and Paul George yeah. got like it was the other way around. It's it's not like performance-based their issues or mm. it's more they haven't been yeah. healthy enough to stay together and i think i've seen a stat today as well that lebron and ad have not played five games in a row together either that doesn't surprise which is, AD's ugh, a little sook. oh my um, god it's just ridiculous to think yeah um honestly oh, no insane, that can't but... be true though because they played in the Wait, this fucking... se- yeah they played in the finals and stuff so it must be this season, oh, which yeah. is obvious. But I thought it. I thought I read it a little bit different. Unless they're talking it, regular was... season games rather than. Look, could be. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Um. Very well, could be. So, I'd, I hadn't put this on the plan, but we've got a type. Well, I had, but Sharpie's not here, so I took it off. But yeah, how... who said that? No. Who said that? Oh. I'm like At... Michael Jordan in the flu game. I'm, it, I turn it... up. He can smell when smell when we're talk, about to talk about the Knicks because we're literally I'm going still, on to the Knicks. I'm still very sick, but we'll, we move. Well, You'd the Knicks. Right. I couldn't get. I couldn't go a week without my attention, so I had to go. The, go the company comes in for five minutes and we'll leave straight away. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so we will move on to that. What I was going to talk about: the Knicks and Cavs are locked in for the first round series. Obviously, Cavs having home court advantage. Sharpie, I'll let you take off first, but I just want to find it, say something. I find it funny that uh, all season Stephen A has been crying about how if the Knicks versus the Cavs in the first round and Donovan Mitchell's the deciding factor that he'll be all this and that because he's he obviously wanted Donovan Mitchell at the Knicks. But what are your thoughts on the whole Knicks versus Cavs thing? Are you confident going into it? Um, I mean, last time I was confident about going into the playoffs, knowing against against a team that we beat during the regular season, we lost. So um, I'm just going to go game by game. Uh, here uh, we I, go. I, He's a seasoned veteran with these with these interviews. I, I still have the Knicks. I reckon I still I still got the I got the Knicks in seven for this one. So. Knicks in, will Will you hate Donovan? I think Mitchell? that's the only. I think that's the only way that they're going to win is in seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we beat them without um, Randall. 
So, and like that's not going to be a, a, a huge factor. But I mean, Jalen Brunson has sent Donovan Mitchell packing before. So yeah, that's true. That's true. He, he could do it again. Will you? Is there a possibility? Obviously, I don't want to bring up Trey Young. Well, I'm going to have to. Like how <laughs> Trey Young. I don't want to bring up Trey Young, but I'm going to bring up Trey Young. <laughs> Fuck yeah, no. Um, yeah. you hated Trey Young um, after that series. Is there a possibility that if something occurs in this series that you'll come out strongly disliking Donovan Mitchell? I dislike Trey Young going into the series because of but his the, um, flopping antics. So the point is, no, I don't hate, you, I don't... Like, you like Mitchell now. Is there a possibility that that changes after this series? I'll still like Mitchell. I mean, I'm not like I'm not saying I'm the biggest fan of Donovan Mitchell, but I, I no, I'm I won't hate him. We'll clip this, and if Donovan Mitchell has mm. a game when he gets twelve free throws, then we'll come back to it, <laughs> which is probably going to happen because he's got RJ on him, and yeah, well, RJ's going. Oh no, I think he might have. He'll, he'll probably have Grimes on him. Mm. I reckon. I reckon they'll go Grimes because I reckon because Cavs will have a Coro back, and they'll put a oh, yeah. on Brunson. Lucky, what are your thoughts on this series? Oh, I think I think the Cavs will win. I reckon they'll win in six. I reckon, yeah, but don't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised to be quite honest with you. I think, but um, yeah, I think Cavs have probably been the most consistent out of the two teams in the last little bit. Even though the Knicks went on that bit of a run, they've had a few injuries in the last month that hasn't haven't really helped going in. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a great series. Like it's it will be a really good series. Um, Brunson will turn up. Randall hopefully will. I think. I think you just need like maybe one, maybe two or three good games out of RJ, and you never know. Like he's just this is a time that he's got to fucking turn up. Mm-hmm. Got to turn up. Um, I. It's a difficult one. I, like you said, the Knicks have. Oh, the Cavs have been more consistent. The Knicks have had hot and hot and cold runs. They've had that streak that they were on unreal. And then they, I think they had like three or four losses in a row and then they backed it up again with a couple more wins. So mm-hmm. Nick's definitely more streaky, but I agree. Cavs are more consistent. I think it would be, a, I think it is, there's a good chance it could be a seven game series, mm-hmm. but I agree. I honestly think the Cavs in six, just because, I don't have enough trust in RJ because I think obviously you know what you're going to get from Randall and Brunson. Um, I feel like you know what you're going to get from Brunson more than you do from Je- from Randall. Yeah. Well, Randall needs to uh, right his wrongs for the last playoff series that he played in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think RJ's got probably the most to prove in this series. Yeah, and correct. If he has a good series, then I don't know what his contract <clears throat> will look like. I think he's already got a contract for a few years, so it's not like he's going to get a new deal. But um, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to say Cavs in six. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my prediction. But we'll do proper predictions when it comes to it. Um, yeah. Now we're getting to the, towards the end of the season. And I know we haven't actually touched on this for a while, so let's go into it. Who is the MVP? It's a, it's a three-horse race. Um, three, you reckon? What? What's that? Three. I, uh, I only reckon it's. I reckon it's out of loot. Um, fucking Yo Kitchen Embiid. I think Giannis is in. I think Giannis mm. is nearly my favorite now. Yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll let you go first. 
with yours because obviously um doc rivers came out today and said correct the mvp race is over because he mb'd scored half the points and he had an unreal game 20 for 25 for mm. and but, Jokic struggled yeah Jokic did struggle but and there's two things one it, it's a bit of a worry that they only beat the Celtics by one or oh, two points without Jalen Brown and they have to have Embiid go for 52. Yeah, uh, correct. So that's going to be a worry in the playoffs, but we're not talking about that yet. So I guess who is your MVP, Lockie, and why? Uh, I, I think the Joker is just because he's been more consistent throughout the year and hasn't missed as many games. Um but I, I don't know. It depend. I, I think just in my opinion, in my opinion. But I, yeah, I you could throw a blanket over either of them to be honest. Sharpie. Yeah, I've got Jokic. No, not and it, look, it's not because I hate Embiid, but I just think I I've loved the way Embiid played. I had him for MVP last year, and I, I'm just going to go with Jokic. What I find interesting is that. Like the media in America tries to bring up free throw, like free throw attempts that he gets as a massive advantage for why he should be the MVP. But I'm like, mm. if he's if he's getting twelve free throws a game, that's and he's averaging thirty one points, and he's scoring ninety percent of them, he'd be twenty points without the free throws. Like, I know you can't take away all the free throws, but it's. Mm. I think it's more of a. I would have thought if you're looking at something like that, that it'd be more of a, not a disadvantage, but a note against you rather than for you. But like you look at Shaq, if he bloody got free throws for the fouls and beads getting, he would have been at the free throw line fucking twenty five times a game. Mm-hmm. But um, well, I think Giannis is because they got the best team. The best record, obviously, and he's the best player. And he he's not playing the minutes. Like, the Bucks is just unreal to watch because they play Giannis and stuff in such good stints where they only play a max of, like, 35, 36 minutes. And Giannis mm. still puts up these ridiculous numbers. Um, they all versed each other recently, and Jokic came out 2-0 and against them. Giannis 1-1 and and Embiid only played against Giannis and got smoked and then didn't play mm. against um, Jokic the second time. So I think I'm going Giannis just, but second Jokic and Bede, I that's a toss-up for me. I really honestly don't know who's going to get it there then too. Um, mm. But then again, Giannis often goes missing when it comes to voters wanting to vote for MVP after he got friggin' two in a row or whatever happened. Yeah. Um, Bit of voters fatigue, but um, we'll move on to overrated, underrated. Now I've got three more interesting players. One of them is obviously a standout, interesting player, but it's not. It'll be interesting to see how we go. Anyway, first one, I feel like I know where we're gonna go. Jaron Jackson Jr. We'll go Lockie then Sharpie first. Actually, no, he's underrated. We'll go Sharpie Lockie first. We'll switch it up. We did Lockie. Already went. No, no. Well, sorry. We'll go Sharpie. I've already answered the I've already answered the fucking question anyway. Go Sharpie. I I reckon he's underrated. Yeah, let's go. I, I love my I love my centers and players like him. Yeah, they're good to watch. Lucky. He's had a fucking good year. I I where where's he at the most improved? Uh, Besides the the faked stats, 
scandal. I reckon he was doing great before that anyway. Yeah. And like regardless of that, sorry. So yeah. I, and, I, I, oh, and I'm not a big fan awesome. of the Grizzlies at all. So I have a controversial way of answering this. I I think he's overrated by the Grizzlies fans, but underrated by the rest, like just NBA, like not Twitter, but NBA. Ah. Oh my! Oh, I mean, God. You can say that about anyone, though. Like most NBA teams, fans. like most teams, yeah, they'll back, they'll overrate the shit out of their own players. But like Memphis, I guess, are, are kind of like RJ Barrett, for example. Yeah, like Memphis, yeah. though. The goat, Dylan Brooks, and stuff like that. But like, I, I, I agree. He's underrated by the greater NBA. I think um, the way he plays, he's a bit of a unicorn. He's just a bit inconsistent on offense, but he's an elite mm. defender. So um, I, I'd put it, I'd nearly put him above Bam. I probably would put him above Bam. Just, 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 just. Um, <laughs> next one, <laughs> just. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Sharpie. I reckon he's underrated for how good he has been playing at Phoenix, and for how good Phoenix looked without with him. And you know, Phoenix just—they—they're they're not getting as much attention, like as much love from the media as a lot of other teams are. But like, they obviously they're, they're still talking about it. But I—I I don't think they're getting enough credit. Mm. So and I know it's not about Phoenix, but it's about Durant. But yeah, I think Durant's underrated. So mm. lucky he's the same. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I think I think so. He cops a lot of flack in the media and all that sort of stuff as well. That that make that makes it hard, and he speaks out a lot and like claps back at a lot of things. Yeah. So, yeah, but oh, he's, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a gun. I I think he's yeah, I think he's probably properly rated or under slightly underrated. Yeah, but when yeah, it yeah. comes to media, just 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 American media, I think he's overrated because you always see Stephen A. Um, Skip Bayless, everyone on TV say that when when he comes back, he's the best player in the world. I think it's pretty mm. clear cut that Giannis is the best player in the world. Uh, I don't think there is a debate. Like, yes, Jokic might win MVP or Embiid. Giannis is the best player. He's he's consistent on offense, relatively, and he's the best of, one of the best defenders in the league. Um, my opinion, but obviously I love Kevin Durant. Hated him for a few years, but that's my opinion. I don't know if any of you think of think of it like that. Um, last player, Sharpie. I feel like I know what you're going to say. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I reckon he's overrated. I agree. I I I, just, I think I reckon he's a bit soft. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I can't remember who they who they were versing a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it might have even been last week, but there was a situation where um, he was boxing out a player. Like, he's the tallest person there in that situation. He was boxing out a player, and he's just let someone else, like, from the yeah. other team run through and get an offensive board and an easy putback. It's, yeah, I, I think he's overrated as well. Like, he can't defend, and he's a big man. And he's... Like there was people coming out saying, yeah, because he won the three point contest, saying that he's the best shooting big man ever. And I'm like, are you fucking like you're saying he's better shooter Who than Dirk? Who would you put over him? 
Dirk. I'd put Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. Dirk the Turk. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who else could be. I I'm having a mind blank of who else would probably be around there. But like Dirk is, I think. Stoyakovic. Probably put KD there. They're um, about the same height. Yeah. Andrea Bonyani. You see, you name and all the Steve no- Novak. Boris Diaw. Steve Novak is obviously there. Sharpie's man. Excuse I, me. He was like a fucking small forward. No. Nah. Wasn't a center. Power forward. Power forward. Well, that's oh, the thing. Oh, he didn't play like a power forward. Carl Anthony Towns can be argued is a power forward now. You have to put him in power forward because he's not technically a center. You could argue that Kevin Durant is a fucking center because he's that tall. Well, he's a power forward. Exactly. So he his position was basketball anyway. Exactly. So it doesn't. It is. Anyway. Yeah. Overrated. Yep. Um. Does anyone have comment Finally. of the week? And it pains me to say that about Cat because from what from his rookie year to now, it to what to like he hasn't really grown as much of a player. Just, he, like yeah. he's still he's still a great player, but I mean he's just he doesn't like there's nothing be nothing flashy really. People thought he'd be an MVP caliber player after his first yeah. couple of seasons, but yeah. No, I don't. I don't have a, a comment of the week. Sorry, I need. I need to start like looking at stuff and like say and saving things. I don't because I see so many and then I just forget about them and don't do anything with them. I I just get frustrated with what I see and then I just yeah. get off Twitter after <laughs> looking at it. So I don't think I, I don't think I have anything either. I don't think. To yeah. be honest, I wasn't I wasn't prepared on being on the podcast this week. That's all right. We'll move on to the AFL. We're running out of time, um, <laughs> so we won't go as in depth as we did last week. But Saint, how good are them Bulldogs? How good are them Bulldogs? Okay, we'll start with the Bulldogs. They beat Brisbane in a woeful fucking game. That was oh, horrendous. I wanted a fucking neck. That I was, go to North Melbourne. That was bad, but North Melbourne came out on top. Jamara kicked five, didn't he? Sorry, North Melbourne came out on top. Yeah, he did. Bulldog, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he kicked five. Kicked yeah, one after nice. the siren. Very good goal. And especially after five kicks, five goals. Especially after what happened midweek or last week, and mm-hmm. what he last went through weekend. midweek. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good yeah. effort. It's a good be. statement, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, and the celebration as well. The Winmar. Yeah. That that's um yeah, that was iconic. iconic. But um yes, Bulldogs finally get their win, so you can be back on the train now. Bulldogs train. I never now, got Sharpie. off the train. No, I never got off the train. I could have just you put use think that I told you you were gonna say that. He never got off the train, but he was just the train was just stopped just at Collingwood for it. a little oh, bit. I'm, I'm sorry. Am I meant to be happy when we lose? No, you're never happy. No, you lose. just go for Collingwood when you lose. Sorry that I'm not in a mental state of losing like a North Melbourne supporter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're used to that, there. bro. Uh, um, anyway. Oi. <laughs> um, what happened the next night? What? Yes, Richmond what lost to Collingwood. That, I <laughs> that was, was like, an awful game of footy. That, it was that was an awful game. My it was God. shocking. But um, I was Good actually, to be at. I'm impressed that we... Good to be right out. up the back as far as you can possibly you be in the stands. Yeah. I could see no, everything. Ollie, and no, it, was, it was unreal. You could also see the seagulls and fucking, oh my God. I, I honestly don't mind sitting at the back of the stadium because you get to see everything unfold. 
I, what are your yeah, thoughts on Nick Dacos? You don't have now? to be right at the back to the point where you're the last seat at the back. Thank you for asking me, Sharpie. My point is, he's even more of a sheepdog than I thought he would be because oh, he just right, like he he st- he would have to like I'm not putting it against him, but he would have to be one of the fittest players in. Oh yeah, yeah, he's just everywhere. He, he, yeah, he runs like he kicks a thirty meter kick out and then sprints the other side of the person on the mark and gets the handball. He, he like, gains them 120 meters yeah. just with like two kicks. Like I'm not saying Ridiculous. that like he's a cheapie, but you, you can be a cheapie and it, that plays into your team's role. But um, mm-hmm. I, what I saw on Friday night, he was a little bit more inefficient than I, he usually is with his kickouts. He, there was a lot that he just bombed um, to 50 a few times. But I think what I found interesting, and maybe it's just the way that Colin would play, um, now I, I, I think a lot of people know that he's not a proper defender. He he's not a great defender, but obviously he can do the other stuff. He got caught out a fair few times when like pushing up, um, and like doing what he usually does and not getting the ball. And when it gets turned over, his man out the back would get yeah. the ball and. But like, they'll they'll be living with that. Yeah. Well, exactly. They'll be, they'll be living with that. But that's sure. why I, I think they're going to be. A- Bit of a tough one yeah. this week. We've That's why I think he should out. be in the midfield. Because oh, and he will be. He's just yeah. not. Be, he's not sold enough for that yet. Yeah, and, and he will be. Like he's going to be grown into a midfield. He's got every. He's sorry. I don't know why Richmond put Trent Cotchin on him. Like you don't need to tag him. You don't need to put someone like Cotchin on him. You need to. Put a forward that's going to hold him accountable. I was explaining it to a bloke at put work. Put a dangerous forward on him. Yeah, that's going I said to, be able to get out of the back. End. I he said at smart. worst, put Morris Rioli on him. He's going to make him run around. He, they're equally fast. You put Morris oh, Rioli on him, but he's an absolute bullet. That guy, he's, oh, he's so quick. He's mm-hmm. unreal to he's watch. A jet. But if you're not going to put Rioli on him, and I, I know we don't have him. I use the point like if we still had Jacob Townsend, that medium-sized forward that's athletic, that is a really good forward that could take you deep in the square and take you one out and be, I guess, beat him every time or most times. He would be the perfect forward to put on him, but I just don't see why teams try and get too fancy with it. Put a mm. good forward on him. Make him be accountable. Yep. Um, but then the hard thing is he'll try and get off that player yeah. and he'll try and get on to someone. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a game of chess. Like, you're... Yeah, we can say this, but like it doesn't always work like that in games. And and I get that you're like people are gonna block him so he gets the matchup that he wants, but you at least gotta like put an effort to put a mm. good forward on him. Um That Macintosh yeah. was all over the all over was everywhere. Yeah, he in the first half. He was he, he was good to watch it. And, and um uh Bolter as well, he was also he was good as well. He's all Australian form, that bloke, all Australian form. Um and I won't take Tom Lynch slander. He didn't play great, obviously, but he's never played well in the wet weather. Oh, but no, nah, but he got cooked. Even just the, yeah, but the way that he's played, it just yeah, it never. It, it, we don't play into his hands. Nah, it's nah. Like you he's look at Rewald, he's been able to make use of it for so long because he just taps yeah. it on and flicks it on. Yeah. Um, like if yeah. Ben Brown was in that team, fucking oh. he would have the exact same stat yeah. line because it was just dog shit. Even Jeremy Cameron, but he Jeremy Cameron would have gone up the ground and like got involved a little bit in the back line, that sort of thing. But oh god, it was just 
Yeah, he didn't play into into his into his play into his game at all. Um, before we move on, uh, we'll just have a quick break and we'll be back. And we're back. Um, Sharpie will hopefully join us soon. Um, now I'm trying to think what the next game was, but we'll talk about the ladder. St Kilda is somehow on top of the ladder still. They're three and zero. They battered. <laughs> they battered. Oh, they're three and oh, I don't know how they're on top of the ladder still. Oh, there's a few dumb oh, coins coming out this week. But they smacked up the Bombers. And they honestly, mm. I think they're going to go four and oh because they got the Suns this week. I, I don't know I how. I thought North were going to go three and oh as well, and they didn't. Well, Ross Lyon, though, he's an elite defensive coach. Mm-hmm. And he's got the pieces to be, like, build an elite defense. Yeah. They, they, could, they could get in the eight, and it might seem stupid. They could. They've had a good list for yeah. a, a number of years and just had no one to be able to take them to, to, in the right direction. So there's no reason why they can't. And it pains me to fucking say that Mason Wood's the most informed player in the fucking competition. Oh, he's leading the MVP Fuck rankings. Me. He's leading the MVP rankings. Are you sure you're going to have me St. Kilda to, like, a Gold Coast to lose off the back of the win against... I know it's against Geelong and they're struggling, but... Yeah, I know it's a it's a great win, but it's, it's a game that it's a game that St Kilda would lose. Yeah, yeah, honestly, but I think the way that they played, like they didn't even have um, Jack Steele, their best mm. player, and they still did that to Essendon. They've obviously beaten. Maybe it's the, a sign that they're better without him. Oh yeah, true. Maybe, but um, I yeah, I'll take, I'll take Wednesdays take. with but the cocky. I think it's just funny that they're there. Um. North Melbourne lost to Fryzy's Hawks. Very disappointing. Um, Very fucking disappointing. No, no LDU though got Yeah, smashed. or Jai. Or Simkin, yeah. Does so hurt. I think it's kind of expected. But no excuse. It's a pretty good excuse. Um Yeah, I know, but you don't want to be making it. We've still got good enough players to beat that team, but I don't I don't, anyway. I don't want to go into this game too much because it I don't like either team, and it's just a kind of a mech game. But there was a big talking point out of it. Carlton GWS. Mm. Now, late in the game, GWS, I think GWS, uh, oh, my fucking God. G- ah, ah, ah. GWS are up by, like, three points or two points. And uh, there was a, uh, what was it? Descent. Oh, yeah, descent. I'm just trying to think what it was for. So there was a descent call. Oh, there was a free kick called, and Stephen Canelio said, "Oh, just like question the yeah, the like call. He, he said, where is a free kick, or yeah. why isn't that a free kick, or something?" Mm-hmm. And like we did, obviously at the time we didn't know what was said, but then we they had the umpire's audio, and he said to Lockie Whitfield, "It's um, he said it's why is, he said it. yeah, it, why isn't this a free kick?" And he's like. Is that all he said? He's like, yeah, it's not what he said. It's how he said it. And I'm like, that is so fucking childish. That is. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's like what your mum would say when you were like under fucking 10 years old. What do you want him to do? Hello, good sir. How is that a free kick today? Mm -hmm. It's a joke. (laughs) Absolute (laughs) joke. And what Jason Dunstall said on, um, I think it was like AFL 360 or one of those shows. It's like, how do you take. How can you take the emotion out of such an emotional game? Fourth quarter, you're up by three points. And free it, kick, top yeah. of the goal square. 
goal. Yeah, Absolutely it's, it's ridiculous. Fucking goal. You wonder why no one respects the umpires. Like, yep. Correct. But the AFL are doing this to the umpires as well. They're not giving them, a, giving them much help either. Like, it's just bullshit. Like, imagine imagine if that like game was at the Whitfield, MCG. Someone yeah, would have ran like on the field. Lucky Whitfield made a face after he was talking with the umpire. That could have very well yeah. been the sense. <laughs> but like, the umpire just, was going. I just don't get it. Um, Gold Coast smashed along. Oh, not smashed. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Beat along. Comfortably won. Comfortably won. Um, in the end, Lakosha's kicked like a 65 meter goal, which was fucking unreal. Uh, Geelong in trouble? Anyone worried about bit. Geelong? A little bit. Too old, too slow. Yeah, it's just the premiership hangover. Yeah. And they're missing the same their fearless ridicule. leader. Mm. Missing their fearless leader. Like Joel Salwood wouldn't be having a bar of what's going on at the moment. Not a chance. So, yeah, it's a big difference between Paddy Dangerfield, who's a bit of a. Suki Lala, and when the going gets tough, sort of thing, Sharpie, it just doesn't go well with him. So, <laughs> <They're> <laughs> I, getting, I reckon they're getting ridiculed enough, like the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, every every time, it's like, oh, yeah. is, there, is the season over? Is the season over? Geelong 3 0. Oh, all right, Geelong can still come back. Like, no, you, you got to keep like consistency. You got to keep consistency <laughs> with that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. But, like, I was talking to Friday last night, and, like, you hadn't heard of this dissent rule for so long. And all of a sudden it's like the umpires thought, Oh fuck, this is a rule again. Mm. Like this is oh. still a rule. We, let, let's just call this and get it back in the headlines. Like, How can I make the game about me? Yeah, correct. It's just like each week talking? there's always something wrong. And it's always an umpire's decision. Mm-hmm. The week before it was the, con- it was the North Melbourne Frio game. Yeah. It's it's always an umpire's decision. Like, why can't mm-hmm. it be a you know a great goal or yeah you know, a, a good tackle or something? But it's 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 always the controversial thing is always something to do with the umpires. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. We'll move on to the last game we'll talk about is Melbourne versus Swans in Clary's one fiftieth. Um. Oh, yeah. Um. They kind of spanked them in the end. They subbed off oh, Ben yeah. Brown. They subbed off Ben Brown, and they became. That Van Roon, Van Roon, Van Roy, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't know how it's pronounced, but but he was playing unreal, and I think yeah. I honestly think they should play without Ben Brown. Like I don't know yeah. if that's a hot take or not, but no, nah, I, I agree. I was talking to one of the boys at work today, and he's actually um, like he's 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 not high up. The, the, his his parents have been in the footy club for a while, and they actually sponsor um one of the players and. He said that he reckons that they should play without Ben Brown as well. Like it's yeah. just as much as it hurts, he's got to play. You got to play that Van Roo, whatever his name is. Yeah, and because he can, he could turn into an absolute superstar. Yeah, because um, they're just more mobile, more agile, um, less predictable. They're less one-dimensional with correct. Without him. Yep, yep. Because you play seventeen v eighteen once the ball hits the ground in the forward line when you got Ben Brown. Yeah. If you don't get if you don't hit him on the lead, he's pretty much done. Like, and if you do get him on the lead, he's unreal. Best, yeah. like, one of the best forwards in the comp. Mm. Um, but if you don't, there's a big difference between that and and his good footy. So same like, that's what I mentioned before, like with Tom Lynch. Yeah. But like, obviously, Tom Lynch can go and get his own footy a lot more. But yeah, um, I think he, yeah, you can tell him about really, that with a lot really of well. forwards, though. Oh, like a lot of tall forwards. Yep, hundred percent, you can. Yeah. Uh, so 
Yeah. It's it's inter- it's going to be very interesting to see what Goody does. Very, it, very interesting. Now, this is a different type of, like, is it time to start worrying a bit about how the Swans perform at the G? Like, now, I know they're obviously going to finish probably top four or top six at least in the mm. for the season. Um, and they've got a good list and everything, but that's, I know last year was grand final and now it's against Melbourne, but they're being blown out twice in a row um, at the G and that don't look like they've really competed. They did come back a little bit against Melbourne, but then they just got blown out again. Um, mm. Is it time to worry? I, I think about the G. Oh, it's too early. But... I think it's too early. I think three games in is a bit too early to tell. Maybe halfway through the year, if the yeah. same things continuously happen, then we'll be like, yeah, this is a bit, bit concerning in yeah. my eyes. Sharpie? So give give it a bit of time. I think. Yeah, they're too good a team I... to say that so early. Mm, I reckon it's still a bit too early to decide. TBD. I'm, I'm gonna decision. disagree yeah. just to piss off Brad. Um, <laughs> And I think, I think that's everything for the week. I just want to mention, I pissed off a, few, a fair few people um, by saying Cochin's better than Pendlebury on my Snapchat. He is. He was. He His career's better. Was. Better player. Just... Better player. Better Did you player. see, Ollie, that apparently Bye. Frank Lampard might be uh, taking Coaching over for the rest of the season? Pool. Taking over Chelsea for the rest of the season. Oh, you're kidding. That, that's disgusting. I said we we're going to talk about Premier League managers next week. Yeah, but... disgusting. Oh, are we? I didn't know Don't that. Okay. It. Well, yeah, we'll, do, we'll wait till next week then. Don't mind yeah. it. It's, oh, that's... It, could, it could be all cleared up by then, so yeah. Yeah, we'll know more by next week anyway. But my point stands, Cochin's better than Pendlebury. Not right now, obviously. But careers-wise, everyone looks back. You can't argue it. Oh, I, I don't know about that call, but okay. Three-time Premiership captain. Brownlow, you can argue it. Brownlow put them in one basket, one premiership, yeah, and a North like, Smith like in the a, other basket. He's like a red, he's like a red wine. He just gets better with age. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not. He's a fucking outstanding player, but I'm just saying. Mid. Mm-hmm. Wait, who? Pendlebury? You call him Pendlebury Cotchen. Mid? Oh fuck Cotchen. off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Mama, mama, mid. Mate, we have any other captain that that whole run? Those three or four years, we're not winning one. You give us any captain in the league. Technically, you didn't anyway, because they're all Mickey Mouse wins. Any. <laughs> I have a guy at work that um that keeps giving shit to a dog supporter because he's got this video on YouTube and it's like all the missed calls in the dog swans grand final and they think it's rigged for the dogs. So maybe I'll have to forward that to you, Sharpie. Mickey Mouse Premiership. Oh, I won't be watching it. That's all right. You go for Collingwood anyway. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh, you cracked a funny. I, th- I did a Bad funny. Like Richmond though, can win proper flags. And have the greatest player of all time on the team. Second. Mm. So, yeah. th- so unlike Richmond, yeah. they can have the greatest player. Of okay, all time. great episode third. today, guys. Third. That was I'm, really, I'm really, really good. Third. Dusty's the third. That was guys. really, really, really good. Sam and Ollie are having another argument. What I'm right here. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, it's just you've been like oh. Sam and I have an argument. You've taken over Sam's mantle, Sharpie. Oh. Yeah, I went there. Ooh, that's not what you wanted your toast. No. Oh, I need to bring not. that saying back. What no, else is there? do not. That's not what, oh, it sounds like you want to have a crack. Yeah, yeah we get them on big jobs. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> That was all time. Yeah, All time shithousery. 
I'm, Ooh, I'm coming home. back with these sayings next week, and it's going to be a good I week. I won't be here. Well, uh, where... Uh, what? Where are you going, Kepler? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. We're, we're finishing that. <laughs> Great app, guys. That was really, really I, good. I'm going to go episode. cook some home. Really, really, finished, really it, finished it real strong there. I'm going to go way. cook some homemade yeah. pizzas. Pizzy, pizzy. All right. Thanks for joining us, lads. No worries at all, mate. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, yes, chompers.